Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from a Shared Universe Podcast Studio, and you're listening to Talking Codswalla Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from Calling the Shots. Hey, this is Steve from Calling the Shots. Hey, what's up? It's Mike from the Pizza Beer Revolution Podcast. Hi, this is uh, Derek D from PBR Podcast and DerekD.com, of course. And you are listening to Talking Codswallop. Talking Codswallop. How you guys doing? This is great. This is the POTUS. It's the President of the United States. Donald, you're looking at the wild up of the swelling. That's what you're listening to. It's great. I got to tell you, the swell up of the wall is great. I love walls. And the cod wallop, it's swell up. Fantastic. You're listening to it. Wallops, cods. Fish, walls, swallows. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. And with us this week, we have got a special guest with us, a very past friend of mine, but still current friend, of course, but we just by which I mean we've been friends for a long time. Welcome to the show, <laughs> Dr. Squee! It sounds like a bit of a veiled insult. Though. I was going to say, a past friend of yours? <laughs> what? I, I'm confused already. Yeah. Well, no, I meant I meant that basically we'd been friends for a long time. Do you know what? Start again. <laughs> no, 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 no. Leave all this. No, I keep no, it. No, I'm not going to let you bail. Yeah. No, you got to keep going, Missy. Uh, <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, like you've already saddled me that I've got to be special, which you know I don't yeah. know if I can live up to that. <laughs> she gives with one hand and then takes with the other. I know. You hear this, James? Yeah, well, I, I still don't it, know yeah. who I am. Jeez. No. <laughs> Where's the professionalism? Yeah, I mean, I could give you a real name if you like, and then people might know who you are, but I won't. Do you like your show? <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't do that. I know I know what your uh, thoughts are on it, so it's all good for this hour or so that we have, uh, record for. It's going to be Squee. <laughs> I, I just am squeak. This is just a nickname of mine. It's not nothing that special. And I am actually going to break the the um, fourth wall, third wall, whatever the phrase is. Fourth wall. Fourth wall. Uh, anyway, because um, like part of what I want to do while I'm on here is plug a uh, audio sitcom uh, which is coming to podcast scene which I'm on, and I record that under my real name, Ian Shaw. <gasps> Like, it's not like it's a secret that that's my name. It's just I podcast under the name Dr. Screed. That's like, hmm. it's like uh, you know, Elton John is Red Dwight, Reg Dwight, but he doesn't record under that. Yeah. It's all good. Oh, so you think you're as good as Elton. Is that what you're trying to tell us? No, I'm just saying it's it's an analogy about a name. That's where the comparison ends. <laughs> I'm, I'm also not a man in his 80s uh, who's married to another guy with a son. You know, like it's... <laughs> with a, yeah. a toddler son as well how does he have the energy and a, and a very strange hair piece yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> and flamboyant glasses yeah. <laughs> speaking of hair by the way james sorry i'm gonna i'm gonna i, I will give you your show back in a second but, oh thank uh, you it's really funny james i was listening to the show from last week mm -hmm. and i love the bit where you were kind of like razzing on gingers and stuff because from your photos on Facebook, and it may just be me, but I yeah. thought you were a bit ginger yourself. <laughs> and I've realized it's just Facebook photography, because I've been told by Jem, you are actually blonde. I am blonde, yeah. When you talked about being a goth, all I could picture was a Duracell, like, you know, red on top and bottom. <laughs> and well, maybe there is some ginger there. And, you know, 
my fear of having no soul comes from that. Maybe it's all some internal thing that I'm not fully aware of. You brought it into the light now. Is it like in The Omen, where like in the photos they could see stuff that you can't see in the real world? You know, so like yeah, uh, could you well can be, see it? your ginger. The ginger yeah. is going to kill you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I think that's going to be the case, definitely. It all yeah. makes sense. Here you go. It's either going to be his own personal ginger or it's going to be a ginger will kill yeah. him for the soulless comments. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll. Yeah, I think I'm going to be hunted down by a rabid group of ginger people. You know. Yep. It makes sense. This sounds to me when you said uh, his own personal ginger, it, it sounds like a uh, weird Al Yankovic version of the Johnny Cash. Uh, no, not Johnny Cash. He did a version of your own personal ginger. <laughs> yes. I can't remember who originally said it, but it was covered by Johnny. Oh, Depeche Mode, wasn't it? Yeah, I think. of course yeah. it was. Of course. Oh, no, I, I love Weird Al. Yeah. I do think I've met a person who doesn't like him. You know, it's just so funny. Like Gangster Paradise. He's very oh, good. Sorry, Amish Paradise and stuff. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I can listen to an album, if I'm honest, but I like his songs. Mm. I think they're fun. But just sing yes. down to an album, yeah. Yeah, maybe put it on, like, if you do, like, a random mix of songs sort of thing and put the odd one here and there just to pick it up, you know, keep it different sort of thing. That's quite good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that killed that conversation. Yeah. Where do we go? I just thought here? I'd stop and let you host your show for a second. <laughs> and then you just went quiet. Do you see what happens? Yeah. yeah. Well, there is a Skype delay as well, so I'm always wondering if oh, people are going to talk. Oh, blame the Skype delay. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, all silliness aside, it is an absolute pleasure to have you here, Squee. Thank you. And we're going to be discussing your shows that you have because you've got two podcasts haven't you and you said about the sitcom as well so we will be getting into that a bit later cool but i think the most important thing for us to start with is how is everybody doing me and james only spoke to each other last uh last friday but Mm -hmm. you know things might have happened this week or (laughs) how's your week been james yeah well we're we're a day in it's been all right it's not been too bad (laughs) so far you know only a day it can only get either better or worse from here i would say hopefully better Mm -hmm. uh but yeah i'm doing all right how how are you in a how are you doing gemini are you doing uh squeak i'm sort of the same mindset really so nothing that eventful has really happened yet this week so Mm -hmm. i have still brought some cods wallet with me so i've managed to find something but uh, <laughs> it's always cods wallet uh. yeah <laughs> well since friday so um okay. but yeah <laughs> yeah i mean the weekend was kind of a bit of a uh, unfortunately gags yeah, we went well we were supposed to go and view a house but unfortunately we got a telephone call to say that it was gone so that didn't happen but we're still looking so that's that's by the by you know if it if it goes past you it wasn't meant for you was mm. it so yeah. good way of thinking yeah but i was unfortunately i had started driving like halfway up ah. to pull so i was like and then i had to turn back around i was like oh so yeah basically all weekend i spent editing really so i didn't really do much this weekend but I'm looking forward to next Sunday because I'm seeing Dr. Squee in person. Hey. <laughs> Along with Nicola and Lucy. And uh, they're meeting Chris for the first time as well. So that'll be exciting. Very cool. We get <laughs> yeah. two Chris's. Well, if Lucy's Chris can make it as well. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be nice. We're not going to stay overnight now, we've decided, because like, Paul's not that far away. So we, yeah, we're going to just head on back. But still, we'll be out to party. Party. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, Squee, how have you been 
in general because I I mean I haven't really I mean I've obviously spoken to you from time to time but I haven't actually seen you for a long long time so how has life been during say lockdown and things like that yeah it's, I mean it's been okay I've got to admit that like uh, like a lot of people I have kind of good days or bad days and good weeks and bad <laughs> weeks uh like that's mm. the reason why I did want to kind of like um put in something for your show last week but just like i was i was hanging not particularly great week and like you know mm. sometimes it's kind of good to talk about it sometimes you don't want to yep yeah and i kind of try and be a bit honest with myself about if i if, if i should or i shouldn't like you know you know when um there's there's times where i think like i feel like it would be good to talk and i don't and that's probably not a good thing but i think last week was a good week to just kind of like give myself <laughs> a beat yeah yeah i think that's fair enough because yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's there's some things bizarrely, like as as fucking awful as this all is, like there are some things which I've enjoyed about lockdown, like kind of doing my show and doing the videos, kind of chats and stuff like that. I quite enjoy, and it's been something mm. a bit different. And so there's been some like interesting things to come out of it. But uh, uh, like you know, my situation is I was working five days a week, and I've kind of now got cut down to two because part of my week was on temp yeah like it was working uh for the council in both kind of um capacities but uh mm -hmm. it was in different departments so the one where i was under uh agency went away uh so like that that got to me a bit last week but i'm okay now it's just like i mean it's not the best time to be unemployed in the worst job market of my life but you know uh stuff will come around and i'm lucky enough that uh nicola uh works all week and and i still do have a couple of days w uh, work a week which uh, many people yeah. didn't get that and many mm -hmm. people you know shit like there's people who've lost family members and like lost their own lives and stuff so um fucking out like you know losing three days work in the grand scheme of things is nothing and and i'm in a position where i can afford that you know it just means a bit belt tightening so yeah yeah generally i'm pretty darn good like i think doing the uh we had the first kind of script read for the um sitcom which i mentioned this weekend uh and um uh i'm trying to remember i had some oh yeah and i had a big interview on um on saturday so uh you know and the, the script read was on sunday so it kind of like uh or vice versa some some permutation of that oh yeah no it was friday and saturday and then sunday i had a kind of nice chill day that was it uh so like it was a nice weekend to kind of cheer me up yeah because i was thinking that it was friday because um obviously i know who your very special interview was unfortunately i couldn't actually attend that one because i was driving but you know i really wish i had but i can't wait to hear the audio for that one i don't know if you want to put any spoilers out as to who well, it was oh yeah well there's there's no spoilers really i mean it's gone out on video and it's up there on the uh if you go to the facebook page for the dog squeeze show um there's actually a shortcut thing you can do which is fb.me slash uh, the dog squeeze show okay uh, or just look up the dog squeeze show uh on facebook pages and uh, you can bring it up uh, just do a like facebook search and uh it was kevin hearn from the bare naked ladies uh and uh, absolutely wonderful kind of guest he's also he was the band leader for um lou reed as well during the last 10 years wow. of his life he uh, has had like loads of uh, fantastic solo work as well. I mean, like the guy's just done everything. He's now been inducted into the Canadian uh, Music Hall of Fame along with the rest of the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, and it was just a wonderful interview. We got through so much in just over an hour and uh, such a lovely and kind of humble guy. Um, but yeah, you can you can find all the interviews I've done before uh, in video form on the Doc Squeeze Show uh, Facebook page and they come out in audio uh, a bit afterwards, um, usually about a month afterwards, just because that's how many kind of shows I've got in the can. Usually it's about four. Um, 
And uh, yeah, so like uh, if you go to drsquee.com or anchor.fm slash drsquee, you can find uh, all the audio versions as well. So it's two ways you can enjoy the show. Good man. Oh, brilliant. Ian, I think you've dropped something. You've you've uh, dropped quite a lot of podcast uh, information there. <laughs> I have. I, I'm, I'm, I went into poor plug mode. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like a name drop. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, come on. Oh, it, how difficult is it to get a podcast? Podcaster to drop information about their show like it just the exactly second you give us any opening we will jump yeah. on that shit yeah, yeah. exactly yep. i remember you have a podcast oh let me tell you about every guest yeah. i've ever had on it and where you can find it <laughs> i remember when i was recording with um jamie westwood and tom stevens for their um podcast superhero bar fights yeah and yeah literally within five minutes of me being on the show i was like and yeah i'm from talking cards wallet podcast <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i do understand so <laughs> you've got to sell it though i mean we i have, must wait until you mention sorry the say again ian <laughs> oh sorry uh i was just saying like uh, you see you're already slipping into ian there you go <laughs> yeah but because uh, james was talking so you were talking over him it was very no, rude you slipped into ian not squee <laughs> i know but that was why i was telling you off <laughs> what the fuck's that got to do with it you tell squee off then you don't tell ian off jeez <laughs> it's not difficult squee. my name doesn't squee. change based on the activity <laughs> Well, it does, literally, because like I've just said, that I do podcasting under one name and acting under another. But that's another story. In the context of this interview, I am Squee. <laughs> okay, Squee. Yeah. What the flipping hell did you say? <laughs> uh, I don't know. What What do I ever say? <laughs> I was going to ask what James said. <laughs> I can't remember now, to be honest. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask James, actually, but if you want to answer for him, fine. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, I was just trying to say that I completely endorse the whoring out of a podcast, and it's uh, oh, yeah. it's clearly the right thing to do, that you know you get out there as much as you can to sell to people. I don't have a problem with whoring out at all. No. I mean, the funny thing is, it was actually, um, you've just reminded me what I was, I was saying. It's like, uh, at least this time I wait until someone else brought the show up. You know, yes. I, I was at least that good mannered. <laughs> Which is very good. Well done. Yeah, I try. Um, yeah, so no, no, um, yeah, shall I talk more about the show? Or? Um, well, we will get into that in uh, in a few minutes. Sorry? What we tend to do is, no, 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 it's fine. Um, what we tend to do is um, we do our little cods wallop first and then we we will certainly get into all about the show. Would that be okay? So, so is there a little Codswallop, then a bigger Codswallop later? Um, no, no, it's just whoever's... I'm whoever's joking, you got... said a little Codswallop. Oh, yeah. okay. You're so cheeky tonight. What do Go you mean on. tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to karate chop you as well as Lucy. <laughs> no, um, I mean, actually, yeah, we could carry on talking, so it's a natural flow of it. So we could carry on talking about the um, shows and things at the moment, and then maybe do a little codswallop at the end. No, just codswallop up now. It's all good. Okay. Well, we'll let the we'll let the guest dictate how we're going to do our show. <laughs> no, I'm saying you go with what you're going for I anyway. Know. No, absolutely. Okay, so James, have you got any codswallop this week? I haven't. I'm afraid of. Uh, oh, maybe I shouldn't be afraid. That's probably quite a good thing. I mean, it's it interesting is, yeah. for for the salty tadpoles. You hear that sigh from Gemma. 
uh, that shows she's unhappy by the fact that I've no, that nothing bad's happened to me. Clearly, she <laughs> she wants misfortune for me. Yet again, it's proving my point. Soulless ginger people. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, you stick up for your ginger cohorts. <laughs> <laughs> I've just outed you as a ginger today. <laughs> <laughs> the, the dead part inside of me might be ginger yeah <laughs> well james have you got ginger pubes no what a terrible thought anyway <laughs> what's your cosplay? that nightmarish image ginger pubes Ooh. anyway over to you Joe. what was your cosplay? <laughs> well my cosplay this week is not necessarily Podbean, but how Podbean have laid out their new stuff. So basically, we are members of Podbean, which is the, um, you know, where we put our podcasts out every week and stuff. And mm-hmm. obviously, it dis- distributes it out into different places. Anyway, recently they've changed all of their settings and the layout and everything is completely different and i really really don't like it and i i covered this last week i don't like change why have you done this to me pop um pop bean i was really really happy with it and then you've gone and changed it so it's like shows in the first day you had x amount of listens in the last week you had x amount of listens and it's like but it it is very confusing and I don't like it. So that's my cosplay this week. Yeah, yeah, I, I got annoyed with that with Podbean. Uh, I used to be with them. Now I'm on Anchor, which is free to use as well, which is oh, kind of cool. a major plus. Uh, but Podbean, I found where uh, like they like to hide your stats away or put it in a confusing manner. Yeah, and they're always moving stuff. And at one point, I asked their customer service because they'd done one of these changes. Uh, where do I find a particular stat or you know type of stat? And they go, oh, you can't find that anymore. I go, what? So you've just erased a way of finding my stats out. Yeah. And when I had a look, I found it eventually my own. And I wrote them back yeah. and I go, oh, well, that's good you found that then. How shit is that? Yeah, <laughs> it's very shit. It's absolutely crap. And um, yeah, because I've had that, like, it comes up with the chats and things like that, you know. And you chat with them and you sort of say, how do I do such and such and such? And then they come back, I don't know. <laughs> and it's like, okay, I'll work it out myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really i'm paying you here to help me <laughs> yeah it's a bit odd that they leave you to flounder yeah but with anchor is it exactly the same so it's like it's linked up to like itunes and stuff yeah you just when you sign up to them you just um put the links in for those uh sites into anchor so it's basically it's got this page of uh, where your site's distributed to and then it gathers the stats from all those places oh okay so you just set it up when you first begin and you can even like i had a bit of trouble with uh, setting up one of the places for some reason so i wrote to them and they got it set up for me like that day it's great that's good interesting so it means like when people go onto your anchor page as well it's got all the links to the different places where they can subscribe ah even better because um yeah because we're sort of i can't remember exactly when but i think it's october we are um up for renewal again Mm -hmm. so maybe we'll do a little bit of investigating james absolutely not that pod you know i'm quite happy with pod being otherwise because it's just general pretty easy to use and stuff like that but with regards to moving all this stuff around i was just like nope don't like it nope 
<laughs> so, but I'm sure I'll get used to it and then they'll change it again. So it'll be all good. <laughs> and Squee, have you got any um, Codswallop this week? Okay, so this is things that pissed you off in the last week kind of thing, yeah? Yes. Okay. Spot on. Just checking out the category, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of like, it's probably quite a common one at the moment, but it's kind of like people who are just ignoring socially distancing. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like when I'm at the supermarket and you've got, like there's two categories. So like uh, one one of the times I was in Aldi just down the road from me mm-hmm. and they've kind of got loads of stuff really well set up. They've still got the markings on the ground. I heard you guys talking last week about some places which have kind of removed their markings, which is really mm-hmm. annoying. Yeah. And people are treating it like it's a meter, which it isn't a meter. It's two me- It's one meter plus. So when you can distance for two meters, distance for that. It's not yeah. that it's down to one meter. It's only if you can't distance for two meters. In a supermarket, you can. And they've got everything set up. So you can but like even the checkout people were like waving more people through to join the checkout when it was impossible to distance properly so they've got all this stuff wonderfully set up and then they're waving more and more people to go into the checkout so it makes it impossible mm. and then i was in in an aldi in romsey today and i've noticed actually funnily enough i think since people have been wearing masks uh now mandatorily in shops which should have been from the get-go yep why wouldn't you do that when lockdowns at its extreme yeah it's like why so soon yeah (laughs) yeah exactly but now they have done that i have noticed actually it seems like or it felt like certainly today more people were taking it seriously it's almost like the mask reminded them that there's a lockdown happening Hmm. but there was one couple who like i wait my turn i wait kind of like for for the person who was in front of me who was at the checkout to be far enough along before i joined the checkout from the queuing bit and the next people just followed me and it's like for fuck's sake what the fuck just yeah what do you think i was doing all that time just just doing it for my health waiting back there it's just it's um you think even if someone doesn't believe in it they'd hopefully be respectful enough of people who who do respect why we're doing this and what's happening you know even if you think it's being um too over precautious just do it for other people like the whole point of this yeah. is to like protect you from other people it's like when someone's wearing a mask and then they get up closer to you and it's like well like the mask actually for for my protection not yours so if you get close to me you're actually putting yourself in more danger which hmm. i'd rather you don't i don't i don't want to be responsible for giving you something as much as i don't want to get it off you yeah uh so yeah yeah that that's my main beef at the moment i guess yeah no i get that and um i can add to that as well because it was a thought of mine that i had yesterday that okay we are going in and out of shops and we're where when we go into the shop we wear a mask as soon as we come out we take it off what is the point why why not just wear it publicly yeah you know like america america are doing that anytime that they are outside or they're out and about um in shops outside you know, but not in their car or in their homes or whatever they're wearing their masks yeah so why why are we not doing it's hard to say. I mean, some of it could be the idea is the proximity you get in. You get more obviously up close people in shops and they don't, people then don't feel the need to wear it outside. But I am seeing more people readily wearing them outside. But I think I can top all of you on something for annoyance that you've got me to think of. I've actually okay. met someone who told me that the whole COVID thing was bullshit. Yeah. And I just looked at them and said, well, you believe what you want to believe. And they said, it's fact. Now, I had to rein myself in from like really going at this guy oh. but I just thought this is not worth the effort there's no point in me getting to an argument with him because he's just not going to listen to sense is he or, or reality but I couldn't believe somebody actually would say it's all bullshit <laughs> I know, I know. but 
Yeah, but next time that kind of thing happens, James, please get into that fight. Not yeah. a physical, actual fisticuff <laughs> kind of fight, but it's perfect material for a podcast that moans about stuff, so yeah. you get into that fight next well, time. <laughs> what, what, what I personally love, though, is when the guy said to me, it's fact, his, his view is it's fact, that he thinks it's bullshit. Yeah. And I felt like saying to him, well, if you're in a hospital on a respirator, uh, you know, your your thing that you're saying is fact, Try and work out what's attacked you then, because if you, if you don't believe it's COVID, what the hell do you think it is? I mean, come on. Yeah, it is ridiculous. Yeah, I think this is the kind of like worst thing to come out of uh, mainly Trump, but I think also a little bit um, Boris Johnson and their kind of like just sharing of stuff, which like just facts don't matter anymore. And like when... When people in power start doing that, it's not just the people who already believed all the conspiracy theories. It's all the people who now see those news items appearing, like news in inverted commas, and then believe it. Like, these are people who probably weren't exposed to it as much. So, like, it, it's almost like it's winning more people around to um, conspiracy theories. Hmm. And it's like, it's also the easy way out. It's like, it's all, it's not coincidence that all these conspiracy theories make it easier to not do the hard thing which is the right thing so like mm. COVID-19 yeah. if you don't believe it's true then you don't have to socially distance you don't have to miss people you don't have to take all these precautions you know it's wonderful you can go out and just party isn't it great mm. if um it's like with the Black Lives Matter stuff like people who are like harping on about White Lives Matter and um oh you know racism's over and all this stuff it's like because that's easy because then you don't have to ask any challenging questions of yourself it's just it's it's so fucking annoying to be honest. It's just like um and I I sort of feel sorry for these people who are so easily misled by some of this stuff. But it's I, I think that's the problem. It's like it's um I can see why they're seductive, these kind of conspiracy theories, because it's all about what's easiest to do. Yeah. What's easiest to believe and stuff like that. But well, then if, if you believe in this, then you don't have to do anything special. No. So, you know, that is seductive i get it you know in a way but it's just it misses a lot of people's truths and it causes a lot of pain to a lot of people and that's the bit which these people who like you know like us are generally quite privileged to be like in a country with clean water and, and in a position where like we don't uh, face systemic racism and even though we're all impacted, impacted by covid um like well i'll only speak for myself in this i have not personally lost anyone to it so i'm in a very lucky position uh, but i i don't take that for granted you know that that comes at a price sometimes and you know we have to pay that price sometimes yeah i agree and yeah i'm fortunate enough as well and i think james you are the same i is that right I, I would assume that we would have talked about it. As far as I know at this stage, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, touch wood. I'm, uh, yeah, we're all good. But, um, yeah, I think it's just, it's a terrifying time, really, isn't it? Because mm -hmm. nobody knows, like, even even politician, politicians and, um, you know, whatnot. Everybody, nobody on this planet knows what to do for the best. Because this has never, ever happened before. So, you know, it's, it's an insane time. But at the same time, those people that go out there and they think it's a conspiracy, oh, mm. I'm not going to bother wearing a face mask. I'm not going to wear this. I'm not going to wear that. Which, if you're one of those people out there, Salty Tadpoles, oh, by the way, uh, Squee, Salty Tadpoles, there are listeners. Oh, no, no, I, I, I'm familiar with the time. I must admit, like, I, I probably, like, only for me, and I'm not sort of judging anything, but every time I hear <laughs> that, all I hear is you calling people cum. So I'd rather be called <laughs> For me, that's only for me. If your listeners are happy to be called cum, that's cool. I'm not they judging. They love it. But 
but for me if i'm ever right into the show please don't call me that just because i i just hear like ian the bit of cum or scree the bit of cum <laughs> i i just well. i'd rather avoid it just for me Okay, well, you know, for you, maybe not, but okay. Uh, but you can just be a tadpole then. Are you happy with a tadpole? Tadpole's cool. Yeah, okay, but you can be a tadpole. But you don't just think th- salty when you're saying it, because I know you, Jem. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be thinking what I'm thinking. What, oh, well, in that case, I, I re- 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 rebuke that, <laughs> no permission. <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten what I was saying now. But no, if, if any of the salty tadpoles are out there and they feel that way inclined that they want to go out and they don't want to wear a mask, they w- don't want to do such and such and such, fine. You know, you, you're welcome to do whatever you want. Like, as we said last episode, that, you know, you do you. It's important that you live your life the way you want to. The same time, and the other side of the coin is, you also have to respect the other people who, like you said, Squee, earlier, that, you know, you were in the queue, you were waiting very calmly, and then those people disrespected your viewpoint in a way yeah because they then followed you that's the thing it's like if you're just doing something which only affects you cool dude you know i mean i might as someone who's concerned about people kind of say it's like are you sure you want to do that but at the end of the day that's their choice uh but if it impacts someone else then you've got to think about it yeah exactly yeah think before you act there you go that's the lesson to take away from today's podcast (laughs) we're we're learning as we go yes we are we are definitely are (laughs) Every day's a school day. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, as Nicola likes to say, that's she who is. I picked it up from. Yeah, I was yes. thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> and how is Nicola as well? She's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just not sure what else to add. She's doing really great. Okay, good. Good, good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I should have more on that, but like she's my fiance. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she's great. Yeah, she's lovely. Good. Yeah. She's okay, <laughs> good. yeah. Well, that's that's the main thing, that she's good, she's well, and she's lovely. <laughs> so she's exactly the same as I left her, <laughs> or as I last saw her. I didn't say yeah. that, I, you know, I've probably put a few miles on the clock, but, you know, apart from that. <laughs> and Which I don't know what the- that means. That sounded, I don't know if that sounded dirty or what, but... <laughs> I'm not sure. It did sound a bit dirty, I have to admit. I, I think I, I just think- meant living with me, probably, you know, like, where's anyone down? But apart from that, she's fine. <laughs> Yeah, and you've weighed her down with um, a left-handed ring. <laughs> and salty tadpoles, but that's another story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, you do? I don't usually laugh at my own jokes, but that was really good. <laughs> I'll give myself that one. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so let's get on to podcasts then. Which did you want to go for first, Squee? Because you've got two podcasts, haven't you? So did you want to talk about the Dr. Squee show first or due south by southeast? Uh, yeah, I, I'm good with either. I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go for... Let, let's go because you mentioned it first. I'll go for with Dr. Squee show first, if you like. Yeah, okay, perfect. So where did you first come up with the idea to do an interview because basically it's an interview um podcast isn't it yeah it's interviewing uh, mostly celebrities a uh, few uh people uh, well I'll, I'll get into the kind of whole whole thing of it so uh, i got up to 300 episodes of my previous podcast where i interviewed people from doctor who as well as doing kind of like it's basically a doctor who podcast mm-hmm. um so i had lots of people from doctor who on but i also did episode guides and all sorts of stuff like that and uh one day I just realized, like, first of all, I'd sort of stopped doing as many interviews and I, and that's a bit kind of I missed that I really enjoyed doing. Mm. 
and I got a bit lazy about kind of reaching out to people. Um, and I felt a bit bad about that. And I also kind of felt that just talking about sci-fi and Doctor Who was kind of a bit limiting to, to what I could do. Like, you know, I, I really enjoyed it and I loved every moment of doing that show. But after 300 episodes, I wanted to kind of push myself a bit more. And um, and yeah, I wanted to spread, spread my wings a bit. So it just seemed like the 300th episode a good time to branch off into something new and to kind of make myself um, reach out to, to people outside of the kind of Dog 2 world. And so, you know, I, I wrapped up that show and uh, I started just kind of like noodling around with this idea of like, wouldn't it be cool to just do an interview show where I could talk to absolutely anyone who kind of I'm interested in? And so like when lockdown began, I'd already started recording a few episodes and uh, there was even a few cons I went to near the end of um, of doing the, uh, the Gallifrey Stands, my Dog 2 show that I started doing some interviews where I thought, oh, I could like just scroll that one away for when I launch uh, the Dog Screech Show. That would be really cool. So when lockdown began, um, I thought, oh, maybe I could sort of step up releasing this because I was going to release it, you know, a bit later than I started. Mm-hmm. And then Tim Brooke Taylor, um, a fantastic comedian, uh, goodies, and uh, I'm sorry, I haven't a clue on radio and loads of other stuff. He passed away and I conducted an interview with him at Sci-Fi Ball, which is a, uh, a an event here in Southampton. And um, I'd had a really fantastic time interviewing him. And that's one which I really want to put on the new show. And when he passed away, I thought, oh, well, I want to get that out to people as quickly as possible. Because I yeah. kind of not only did I want to share it, but also I felt the responsibility that I had got one of what turned out to be one of his last interviews. Um, and so I thought, OK, well, you know, good time as any. So I put that up as my first show on audio um and that that went really well and kind of uh as i say it was kind of a really good interview with him and it was kind of bittersweet that came out after his death but there we go that's you know life for you yeah um just a weird kind of quirk of timing uh but then i thought okay we're in lockdown would it be um kind of fun to do some video ones hmm. so i started uh kind of reaching out to a few friends of mine so i could do kind of like a few test runs if you will you know uh just to kind of get all the technology down and everything. So when I was first doing it, I had this TV behind me, which was hooked up to my laptop so it could project <laughs> my guest behind me. And I was, or, you know, um, yeah, projected on, on the screen behind me. And then I had my iPad, I think it was, I was talking to my guest in, and it was all kind of a bit of rigmarole. But yeah, it's basically me talking um, so I could see my guest on the on the iPad but it was projected behind me on the TV. Okay. And it just, it, my idea was, and it seems a bit clunky now, but I really enjoyed that because it reminded me of like uh, TV shows like Wogan, for anyone who's actually, oh, yeah. 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 that was a talk show yeah. host back in the 80s. And I just remembered when they had satellite guests and it seemed so like really cool when I was a kid. And so I wanted to kind of replicate that. Um, so yeah, I got a few friends who do podcasts and stuff and, uh, started to get a few kind of celebrity guests as I went on. Um, and after a while, that just seemed like as, as kind of fun as that seemed, I could do better with the technology. So, uh, I found this uh, app called, uh, StreamYard, which I can highly recommend where you can do, um, video calls, which it kind of is just designed to do basically what Zoom does but do it straight to streaming. Brilliant. That is good. Yeah, you hook it up with your Facebook page, and when you send out the invite to the thing, the person comes on screen with you, and then you just press press record, and it goes straight out to your Facebook page. Wow. Oh, that's brilliant. That is good. Yeah, and when, when I started doing that, that was just a real step forward, and then I started reaching out to 
more and more kind of like bigger guests. So I start getting like, I mean, well, I, again, I was lucky with one of my earlier guests on, uh, before I started doing videos, I did an audio one with someone, um, called Helena Lucas, who's a Paralympic, uh, gold medalist, uh, for Team mm. GP in 2012. And uh, she was in sailing. And uh, so that was a really great chat. And it, again, it was all about kind of pushing myself to do something I'd never done before. So I thought, a sports guest, I know shit about sports. I'm not a sporting guy, uh, but wouldn't it be really cool. And it turns out she's next door neighbors with one of my best friends. <laughs> wow. Small world. So, yeah, I mean, originally when I reached out to her, it was actually because I was doing this live event called um, uh, Superpod, Southampton Superpod. And uh, and that was all done around sports. Um because uh, it was done native sports relief and so she couldn't actually do the date for that one so instead she came by my house and we recorded another date and she recorded a little message for the sports relief one uh and and since then it's just kind of snowballed so uh i did one kind of on a, as a sort of crossover with my other show uh due south by southeast i got uh someone who's a uh the creator of that show paul haggis yeah uh, and he created due south yeah. uh, which due south by southeast kind of talks about and uh he's a double oscar award winner for his writing so he's written um he wrote uh crash and uh million dollar baby he wrote the screenplay for those and won oscars for both back to back he'd um written two bond films the first two daniel craig okay uh so a wonderful really huge guest to get as well like uh some of these so some of these might not be names that people recognize but like if you if you look into what they've done, they're amazing, you know. And as I say, to get an Oscar winner in the first few episodes of my show was just um, amazing to me. Just I just couldn't believe my luck. Um, and yeah, I've had Jill Sapule, who's a singer-songwriter, who's kind of probably bigger in, in the States, but kind of like she's got a kind of cult following here in the UK. And um, yeah, so it's just really kind of, um, as I say, snowballers have gone. There's still been a few hiccups with the technology, but the, the more I've done, the easier that's got, the more I've got used to doing it. It's kind of like after doing over 300 episodes of podcasts, it's like I'm learning how to do a podcast all over again in, on video form. Yeah. So Yeah, well, it's, it's good though, isn't it? It's all learning curves. And also then, you know, like, Obviously, I realise that the videos, when you do them, are live, but then if you wanted to put them up somewhere else, um, you know, like YouTube or whatever, it, you know, like you might then learn how to do like video editing and stuff like that, yeah. you know, yeah, and it's, it's another that. string to your bow, isn't it? Well, I did a bit of that because I did a couple of shows on Twitch. Uh, but at the moment, I'm using the free version of StreamYard. If you do the paid for version, you can stream to a load of places at once. So I did a couple on Twitch to see if I could build up an audience there. But to be honest with you, I just don't have the following yet on there. Mm. So what I'd like to do is I'll, I'll revisit that once I've got the paid for version and I can stream to a couple of places at once. Um, basically, because I'm only working a couple of days a week at the moment, it's just a luxury I can't afford. But um, when I yeah, get there, I'll enough. just I'll stream to there and Facebook at the same time. Then it makes more sense to do it that way. Then I can just organically grow my Twitch audience and not worry about losing viewers that way. Uh, but uh, but because I did that straight to Twitch, I then downloaded the videos and I did edit them and I had to play around and I learned some video editing software. And uh, it's just really exciting because after 300 episodes of doing the other show, it's not that it got boring. It's just because it, it got easy. And when it becomes easy, it is a little less fun sometimes. Sometimes mm. it is a bit fun to have, like, uh, do it by the seat of your pants a bit. And, like, even though you want to be as adept at the technology you're going to use in advance as possible, 
when you're going live, you will find the problems. You will find yeah. the, the things you haven't accounted for. You'll find like um like for a while I tried to use my iPad as a video camera because the one built into my laptop isn't that great. But I found there was a lag on that, so I like I couldn't do that. But uh, so I had one interview uh, with this um comedian Dane Baptiste. Yep, a hilarious guy really thoughtful comedian as well and got some really uh, interesting takes on things and when i was interviewing him uh, there was a lag and we were talking about like this was just when the black lives matter um movement was booming and stuff so we got into that a bit and so he's talking about all this stuff and my videos lagging and at one stage i just had to say look i just want to put on front street if at some point dane is talking about something really serious or someone getting uh killed in the street or the protest or anything like that and i look like i'm laughing trust me i'm not laughing at what he said mm. i'm laughing at the funny thing he said five minutes ago <laughs> and, yeah. and all i could do was own it in that moment we had a bit of a giggle over it hopefully that giggle didn't go over something insensitive later <laughs> but all uh, <laughs> we can do is have fun with it yeah i don't think it did because i listened to the episode yeah. so um yeah but it was quite funny when you said that you know like he, he was talking like really sensitive matter you know and then you're like the guy's hilarious and the guy's very adept at uh, being comedian he's very adept at making a very serious subject he did talk very seriously about stuff but then he can make that funny as well you know as much as anyone can and you know we we did have yeah. some lovely appropriate loves if you will uh you know about the issues which were going on uh but just i just hated the thought that at one point it would look like i'm laughing when he's talking about something which i would not like to laugh at hmm. so no, uh, no definitely but, <laughs> but in a very strange way that was kind of fun because it was like it, it was a bit scary it was a bit new and uh i think that's pushed me to be better and i think even though I did so many interviews for the other show, uh, I've become so much of a better interviewer because I'm not just trying to, uh, you know, I, I did try. And even when I was doing Doug Who based show, I did try and talk about other things with my guests, but it meant I'm just not in any way focused on one thing. I'm focused on the whole career of this person. So I, I did have someone, uh, Louise Jameson from Doctor Who on, and we talked for over an hour. And we did get into Doctor Who because that's something she's done. She was a companion for several years with Tom Baker. But we talked about so many other things, and I think uh, it came across to her that it wasn't a Doctor Who-centric podcast, and I think it, it made it more enjoyable for her. So that's kind of a nice thing as well. So sort of a gift to a guest. If they're so used to talking about one thing and you talk about loads of other stuff, they, they really appreciate that, I think. Yeah, definitely. It's a bit like you, James. Yeah. Obviously, you do interviews as well for this podcast. Yeah. So you like I do as well. But yeah, with regards to, I was going to say, with regards to like a Comic-Con, I think it was the Birmingham one, which is the first one we met. You, you mm -hmm. took something to uh, one of the, the guests there, didn't you, to get signed? I mean, I found it. It's definitely true. Cause it must be hellishly boring for the person who all they're doing is signing stuff for exactly the same thing or the top act, exactly the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And it's, it's giving them something that's different. So in the case of like things that I got signed, it was stuff that was from different periods in their career. You get chatting to them about stuff that they've never actually probably been asked to talk about that much. And it's just, you see an interest with people, but it's also interesting because you're learning more about the person than just that one little fragment yeah. of a giant career. 
you know, or you're interviewing somebody who's completely changed their career, which I've, I've done a few times, where they talk about something completely different than what you originally knew them from or associated them with. And it's just this interesting stuff. Actually, I will say, yeah. just, just while we're talking about your interviews, I did love your interview with Neil Innes, uh, someone who yeah. um, I was very aware of. And uh, I saw him, actually, he was recording an episode uh, for radio of Genius, which was a mm-hmm. radio show, which also had a short run on TV uh, with Dave Gorman. Yeah, yeah. He was the guest that week and and he was just so funny so great life yeah. and um so yeah that was a really great interview and just at the end of his life so thank you, um, thank you. Yeah. well no thank you for that like gift to, to all the fans of his to kind of have that last interview it was great but yeah well thank you very much you know thank you for saying that and yeah he would have been like he had with tim brooke taylor but he was probably well i would have been one of his last interviews i think that he would have done yeah yeah i, I mean like i i think pro- it's quite possible that day and i haven't heard of any events after that was the last run of interviews he did. So he did kind of a few interviews for different kind of outlets. Yeah. And I have no idea where I came in. I think I was like, you know, I think he had a couple of interviews after me, something like that. But, um, but yeah, oh, such a gift to me because I, I grew up, um, watching or like listening to Tim Brooke Taylor on I'm sorry mm-hmm. no clue and I, I listened to it with my dad yeah so it's kind of that extra special kind of means that with me and I still listen to it to this day and uh I, oh, it's just so funny he's just such a com- comedy hero of mine and that night he did um I'm sorry I'll read that again which is a show he used to do yeah they did a kind of I'm sorry I'll read that again again so there's kind of this new <laughs> team of people yeah. who yeah. tour that around and they get guest stars who used to be on the original radio show and he did a live cabaret version of that and it was just so wonderful to see him doing that and yeah. um like just god to, to think that was you know the last chance to do that was just again mm. it's just it just feels like such a gift really yeah it is it's quite a thing when that happens it yeah, reinforces an awful lot of stuff yeah 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 and yeah and also the other side of it as well as um you are right with both of you of what you said is that you know like it's a it's an utter gift i mean any you know any of your sort of heroes it's a gift to talk to but especially if unfortunately they have passed on Hmm. but then it's kind of like you you are sort of almost going back to what you said earlier squeeze that you know going should i release this episode or should i actually hold fire Hmm. you know because it's kind of like is this looked as disrespectful or is this like you know because we then re-released not re-released but we then re-advertised the nil innis one yeah once um once he'd passed away but we weren't looking for glory for it we were just doing it as a mark of respect to the man yeah yeah Yeah, i I think you know just as long as you're honest about that and like i mean uh, when i put out uh the timbrook taylor one i waited like a good uh, you know just about a week after he passed away uh, might have been even two I i don't remember um and then I just put it at the front. I go, you know, look, I'm putting it out there because, you know, I feel privileged to have this interview, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, if anyone, I hope no one's offended by this. Just it's 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 meant in this light. And, and I just hope everyone took me at face value with that, which I think people do, you know. So uh, you yeah. just got to be honest with people already. And hopefully they'll they'll see it. But that's what you're doing. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, that's a you know good background of the way or how you've come to sort of do the Doctor Squeeze show. Yeah. With regards to um, due south by southeast. Yes. Where did that wonderful wacky idea come from? Oh, that was just because I was doing Gallifrey stands at the time when we started that, and uh, at the time I was just so hell bent on every week. Like I couldn't. I I did. I missed one week in. Um, about seven years of Gallifrey stands. I missed wow. one week, and I, I, and even then, I beat myself up over it just because I've been so consistent with it. 
it just became a kind of taboo thing to miss a week. So uh, when I was kind of like uh, just talking with my friend Michelle and it's before I was with Nicola, so uh, me and her kind of, I just said, wouldn't it just be fun just sit down, have a few glasses of rum and just talk about uh, Due South, which is kind of like a show we were both mm-hmm. into when it was originally run. Um, yep. I actually met my friend Michelle uh, on a performing arts course we were doing at the time when it was being shown and we used to chat about it a bit then. And so I just said, I oh, just like, wouldn't it just... It, if we miss a week, so be it. If like a, um, like there's no rules around this. There's no kind of like, I felt there was kind of like rules of how Gallifrey stands had to be. And I tried to make that kind of quite a polished show as much as it was. Um, and I, I just wanted to just have fun with that one. So there was no homework around it. You just play the episode and just had a few drinks. And we even made like the fact that we had a different rum each week part of the show. Yeah. I love that aspect. <laughs> yeah, I was just, and it's got nothing to do with yourself, which I even love even more. It's just so stupid, uh, but but so yeah. much fun. So um, we've now been doing that for I, I, I don't even know how many episodes it is, but uh, it, it kind of is a bit infrequent sometimes, just because life gets in the way. So you know, uh, but again, that was part of it was I had to be okay with that. But it's just so much fun to do, and uh, I I think. I mean, I, I don't know if it matters if you watched yourself or not. Hopefully you could like listen to it and have fun. But if not, just watch back the episodes as we go and enjoy it. And uh, it's a bloody great show, by the way. And we've been lucky enough now to have a few of the stars of the show on. And uh, like I said, Paul Haggis, that was arranged through Due South. And I just thought it was just um, such a big interview. It would be great to share it on both. But uh, Paul had, I, I reached out to him like, three years ago I think it was and he said oh I'm a bit busy at the moment but um I'm not really doing press this year and I said well can can I try you again next year he goes yeah sure go for it so I reached out to him next year and he goes oh geez I can see I did say next year but actually <laughs> because I think something might have happened at the time but like he's going I'm not actually doing interviews at the moment try again next year so I did dutifully I tried three years in a row and he goes sure here's the details for my um PA um, go for it good man and I, I it was just a kind of thing of just sticking with it really and just being nice and and i, I do ask when someone says because uh, i get you know you as every podcast does you get rejections for asking people and sometimes they oh, go yeah. oh they're busy at the moment and i do just honestly write back to them going look on front street are you are, are they just busy at the moment or is this just you know that they, they don't want to do it uh, and it's cool either way and um sometimes they go oh they're not just really doing podcast interviews cool no problem but sometimes they will say no no please uh ask us again in a few months and you know i think that's the thing you've got to be kind of uh just if you do interviews you've got to be kind of quite good with rejection and good with yeah sometimes it might not be a full rejection sometimes it might be try again in a few months sometimes you don't even get a reply do you (laughs) sometimes you don't and then no sometimes i don't write back to that person sometimes i wait a few months and write again and i do get a reply and there you go it's just weird weirder things happen yeah uh but uh but yeah it, it was all just about having fun and recently during the lockdown again because i was enjoying doing the videos with dr squeeze show and i wanted to put out something for people who were in lockdown or people who are struggling maybe or people who just wanted a bit of fun during a shit time uh mm. we start doing a few video ones so uh we did uh a couple with some guys who do some events for due south in canada and they did a little quiz with me so they had these quizzes which they used for the event and we did it so we had the questions up on the screen and people could play along at home. And it was just like a bit of fun. And uh, loads of people played along. We had a bit of a laugh. 
the main joke was like how few questions we got right as a juice app podcast <laughs> uh, and uh, but it was it was just such a crack and it was just like getting engaged in the community like that was really great and uh, then we did one where it was a watch along one of the episodes and then we did one where it was like one of the normal episodes but just using video and for that one we again for the silly nature of that show what we did was we had um, a Hawaiian shirt day so we wore Hawaiian shirts we drank out of these tiki glasses we had a special um, pineapple tiki Captain Morgan's rum and it's just a great crack and it's just like uh, again that show is just all about fun and randomness and yeah. um, like there's even a few of the stars of the show who've said it's like oh if you're ever doing something special please do write to us and like you know so they provided stuff for like we had a Canada Day special and we got a message from an actor called Catherine Bruyere who uh, played Elaine in Due South and uh, she recorded a little um, Canada Day message for us with her and her family and it was just so sweet and adorable. It was lovely and, and just such good fun. So uh, so I guess like Due South by Southeast is my happy place. It's my little, um, like like uh, the Dr. Scree show, I feel a um, a great responsibility. If I'm interviewing this person who's given up their time, I better come quick. I better do my yeah. research. I better know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about. Even if I'm a fan already, let's find out some stuff I don't know and some stuff which they never get asked mm. because that will make it so much more fun for them and I'll get more out of them because of it. Uh, so due south, I don't have any of that pressure. Like apart from the odd, odd rare interview, mainly that's just about having fun, drinking rum and chatting about uh, one of my favorite all-time TV shows with some mates. And now it's been wonderful getting uh, Nicola in on it because um, she just loves the fact that she can just swear and be silly on it as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I think just uh, having her in the mix has made it even better. You're right. It is lovely to hear her as well. As that, you know, she's one of my closest friends, so it's kind of like nice to hear her on a podcast as well. But it's um, yeah, it was in the early days when you were going. Nicola, you need to speak into the microphone. <laughs> what do you mean in the early days? I still have to do that. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but it's also quite funny to hear how drunk you get throughout the um, episode. <laughs> you know, you think to yourself, it's kind of like, a, oh, are they actually going to survive this episode, you know, or are they just going to collapse yeah. in a drunken slooper? <laughs> the amount of times, and I'm not inaccurate at any time, the amount of times I've said this uh, drunkest episode yet, and each time it's correct. And it's like yeah. we've gone for three hours sometimes because we're just that pissed we can't stop the show <laughs> uh, but I, I think it does translate as quite fun actually like i i don't expect anyone to like look this is one of the shows where it's like you know i really care about getting listeners for uh the dog the screen show i won't lie like yeah. that that's important to me for g south like whoever listens listens look this is just us being us and if it's if you want to listen to it, cool. If not, like we'll just treat it as us having fun. That's the kind of spirit of that one. And both are absolutely fine. Yeah. Both are appropriate to what kind of shows they are. So like, I don't expect anyone to sit down and listen for three hours, but we've had three hour episodes and they've downloaded just as well as other ones. And it just, to my astonishment, by the way, yeah. uh, and, and people still seem to dig it. Uh, like, I don't like to do that too often because then I think it's taking the piss out of people's times because, you know, there's so many podcasts out there. And I think if you have three hour episodes each week, then that, gets boring very quickly yeah but every now and again we just get that pissed that we talk for three hours and it, it's usually <laughs> fine by the end it's me trying to draw it in for a landing and i'm going right guys okay so um so let's go towards the end and what we think about this and nicola or michelle will go yeah but, but let me just talk about this thing with Dave and baker from earlier on in the episode it's like oh okay right we'll just do another half hour on that then cool i'll just spend <laughs> all my week editing that that'll be fun <laughs> there we go i i find though if um if you as a listener if you've got a 300 a, a 300 hour jesus christ <laughs> yeah 
We haven't got that far yet. Maybe not that long yet. But yeah, if you've got a three hour long episode, you know, there is a pause button or a stop button. You can always pick it up the next day. You know, you don't have to listen to a podcast all in one day if you don't want to. I know, but I just think it's like, I I look at my podcast queue and how many there are on in there. Like, yeah, I've been honest with you that I'd sort of dip in and out of this show. But I do that with so many shows just because I want to listen to all my mate shows along with all the other shows from Celebrities who I follow and stuff. Mm -hmm. And just it's impossible to listen to all the episodes episodes of all the shows I, I love out there because there's just so many of them and there's so many really great ones such as this one of course uh, uh that you just thank you to everyone <laughs> every week it's just not possible uh so you kind of dip in you enjoy it like I, that's the fun of the interview show as well is that you know i i expect that people will dip into ones where they're a fan of that person and that's mm. great that's wonderful so you know, I might have um, around the same listeners each week, but it might be a completely different listenership because some people are more into that guest than that guest. And, you know, there are some, gu- some guests who garner more listeners. You know, that just happens. And hopefully over time, I'll pull in more listeners who, you know, like what I do and like how I do interviews. And uh, yeah, it's all part of the journey. It's all fun. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Well, good luck to you with that, definitely. And and you are doing a grand job as well, because I've been listening every, uh, not every week, because I was a little bit behind. So I, I've listened to the last, well, I'm on the 13th episode now. So that was the, I can't remember, I'm recording on my phone, so I can't look it up. But Is that Louise Jameson? That's the one. Yeah, so I'm, I'm sort of just at the beginning of that one. So I'm glad you didn't go into too much detail with that one, because otherwise it would have been spoiler alert, but I would have still listened. Oh, yeah, that's a funny thing as well for anyone who watches the videos and listens to the podcast they don't come out in the same order only because i try and mix it up so like the guests which i get on the video version yeah are just when the guests are available and just which guests say yes and you know uh but like on the audio version i sort of try to curate it so you get a good mix so if i've had two musical guests or two dog two guests in a week on the video version i might try and space them out actually i think i have got another dog two guest this week funny enough uh, but he's also written a load of stuff in his own right as well so it's not just a dog two guest yeah um uh, mind you mind you again louis jameson done, has done so many other things as well but uh so it's kind of funny in the audio version it's more a little more curated for the order they come out in that's just a random fact yeah fun fact i like it <laughs> keeps people on their toes i like it <laughs> so you're also doing a sitcom at the moment as well yeah. so your your fingers in every single pie at the moment that's audio <laughs> well this was a bit random because like i i thought it would be fun because i haven't done much acting for a while and it used to be i do uh every year for gallifrey stands i do an uh, audio play for christmas and that was kind of mm-hmm. my acting yeah. outlet once a year i'd produce this and star in it and do all, all the things on that and uh it was just good fun i thought i oh, wouldn't it be great to do some other acting kind of bits um and so I started applying to a few things which popped up online. And one thing which popped up on my Twitter feed was this podcast sitcom, which they were doing, which is kind of like a very um, kind of uh, not old fashioned, but kind of a traditional format of sitcoms. Uh, and it's doing in the radio form kind of thing. But it'll come ah. out on, on podcast just because that's kind of the new medium. And what's uh, it called? And it, it, it's called Forza Crowd. Get ready for the new sitcom, Forza Crown. Everything was coming up roses for Bradley and Cameron until... I could just lie here with you forever. I think we should see other people. And as if that wasn't tragic enough... The rent is going up higher than annual passes at Disney World. But they have a plan... Turning this place into a brothel. We could get a roommate. Enter Allison and Dylan. Like your endless sexual escapades. Whole new men into home office. Join these 30-somethings as they face the challenges of balancing careers and dating after 29. Coming soon to a podcatcher near you. Oh, 
man, wasn't that great? Wasn't the narrator in that really good? It was amazing. Like being myself, of course. What did you think, James? It was so brilliant. I'm stunned at a loss for words. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like a lot of people said that about my acting. I hope it's a good thing. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I, I kept, but yeah, it's a, um, so yeah, basically this, um, guy, uh, who wrote it, uh, uh, Ryan Terry, he had put out on, uh, on Twitter just an open casting call, uh, for this internet sitcom thing. I didn't know anything about it at the time. So I just replied going, cool, I'd like to try out for this. And they said, oh, there's a few parts. Here are the, sort of break down of the parts and a little reading sample for each of them. Either, of course, something for each of them or want the ones that you're interested in. And so I read through the other ones and kind of none of them really kind of fit me. There's kind of like mm. they were looking for the for the main cast. They were looking for mid-30s kind of guy or, you know, early 30s guys. Um, and even though I think I could play that, you know, just the character breakdowns didn't sound like me. Uh, I'm in my early forties. I don't, I, I, th- I think in a push I could play thirties, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but I, um, I, there was one part from narrator, which kind of is, is peppered all throughout. And it's got like this big chunk at the beginning of, uh, each episode. And I thought, oh, that might be fun. And because it's an American sitcom and, um, uh, the uh, writer said that uh, he felt that in America, certainly like podcasts and or not podcasts, but um, sitcoms on audio and radio kind of medium for that sort of thing had gone away. And I said, oh, it's quite quite funny because in the UK, we still do that. And it's on Radio 4 over here. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it might be a little hook for them, basically, because they do quite a lot of um, British people being narrators on their tv shows sometimes and on uh on an audio project so i thought oh it might give me a little angle on this you know it might be a bit fun for them and and you know a bit of differentiating between the uh, narrator and the cast so i i read in from the narrator you know it was um quite fun to do and i sent it off and uh, they said that i was hired so i was like geez okay brilliant so now i'm doing this and it's gonna uh, i think it's gonna go in kind of season so we're gonna record a bunch of episodes they'll come out uh, week by week and then we'll do another chunk of them kind of later on in the year. Uh, and it's just good fun. So the plot is that you've got this um, uh, gay couple who are living in a flat together. And uh, it's it's right up there in the promos. You would have heard that they uh, break up uh, when one of the guys is about to propose. The other one breaks up with them. Uh, but but due to the spiraling uh, rent prices, they can't afford to live on their own. So they okay. have to get in a couple of, uh, of flatmates. And they've each got, well, originally they're going to get in one flatmate and they both want one of the flatmates. Uh, uh, and they end up like all four of them living in this place together. And uh, hijinks ensue, as they say. Uh, <laughs> and it's just, it's a good bit of fun. And um, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it's it's fun to do something different for me because I've never done anything like narrating something. Uh, and uh, I've never done anything like a sitcom before. So, uh, and it, it's also kind of interesting for me because I'm so used to doing stuff which I've, written like as i say i did those audio plays yeah that uh, and directed it's kind of uh, interesting to do something and hand that over to someone else and not be doing that bit uh so a few times i have to kind of like just just bite my lip not to go it's like actually i think what we should do is this because that's not my job there yeah yeah <laughs> so i've yeah. got to i've got to get used to just being an actor on this one yeah you need to know where to sort of where to take your seat and uh, <laughs> whatnot but james that sounds like something awesome that you could do yeah, it, it, it does sound like it'd be the sort of thing that'd be up my street. So, yeah, that, that sort of thing would be quite interesting. Yeah, because um, James can do, like, different voices as well. Yeah. Um, I won't put him on the spot to do it right now because I know you don't like it when I do it 
but unless you've got one in your back pocket you want to pull out but yeah i generally like to do a bit of sort of prep before i do anything yeah uh like that but yeah that sort of stuff is stuff that i find quite interesting so yeah yeah that's no, cool i mean um yeah it's I, I, the, the beauty of it is though if you're not doing the directing and the writing and stuff you can just turn up read your lines and then go away again which is yeah. wonderful <laughs> because i am i am an idiot for taking way too many projects than i have time for so uh this kind of like helps me not do that i could just record my shit and then go away again at the end because <laughs> like at one stage i was doing a third podcast uh, the excellent retreat podcast where they talk about uh star trek okay and uh i kicked that off as part of a 24-hour podcast thing i did another silly random project uh and that was part of it and uh after a while it's when i just don't have enough time to do this you guys run with it and i'll just kind of guess pop up every now and again if you want to have me on which they kindly have done uh, and they're doing wonderfully for it but I, i'm just an idiot for taking on too many projects and editing them and doing everything myself so i know uh, yeah it's nice <laughs> to just stop in uh, and by the way uh, if you go to uh forza crowd pod either on twitter or instagram you can check out uh, everything for that show and uh, you can also if you write to them, then you can become part of the audience. So it's done all over ah. Skype. Or, well, not over Skype, but wow. all over the internet. And so um, they're looking for people who can be audience members. So, you know, we can get genuine laugh reactions. I think for the first episode, they're using a laughter track, but we want real laughs. So um, yeah. please join us and uh, listen to a record. And it's a bit of fun. And um, yeah, hopefully we can we can see where all the laughs are naturally. That'd be really cool. Yeah, well, I'm good at laughing. So there you go. <laughs> Yeah, See? so come on, like, you know, right to Force Crowd Pod. <laughs> well, there you go. I might just do that. <laughs> See, I'm so good at laughing, I just naturally do it anyway. Unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap up the episode because um, my lovely fella is taking me out for some din-dins tonight. But just before we do, because the last time we spoke to you on audio was for your... Um, it was a charity podcast that you did for 24 hours, wasn't it? Yeah, the Squee, Squee Fest. It's Squee Fest, yeah. And that was yeah. for a dog charity, was that correct? Dogs for good. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, probably more off mic, I probably would pick your brain. But because I was thinking, I haven't really spoken to James about this, so I'm putting him on the spot as well. But maybe <laughs> that we might do something similar and do like you know like raise see if we can raise some money or whatever so how did you find that experience basically you feel free to put me off right now <laughs> a beautiful nightmare can i put it that way it okay. was like it was it was great to do and i i am insane enough that i'm actually contemplating and looking into doing it again mm -hmm. and uh just coordinating all those people and getting all that set up and and again like an idiot at the time i was doing one of my audio plays at the same time and i lost my voice doing screen fest so that did not help doing the audio play that year no <laughs> um, and i uh I was doing loads of other projects but yeah it's it's you've just got to be prepared that everything can go wrong at the last minute and people can drop out and then you've got to come up with another show or or extend a show by half an hour and another show by half an hour to cover that hour gap yeah um, it's little things like that you've got to be prepared for so yeah I, I i'm actually thinking of doing another one but this time now i've got the dog squeeze show which is an interview show previously i was relying on different shows having me on as their guest which felt you know it was fun and, and if anyone wants to come on, on that basis that would be cool to do as part of it as well mm. but i felt like i was sort of inviting myself on other people's shows this way i can just line up a load of guests myself 
uh, and just maybe have a few other shows who are willing to do it uh, where I'll, I'll be their guest during it. Um, so I'm, I'm planning on doing one again. So it's, it's, it's good and it's really great feeling to raise money for charity. Yeah. And Dogs for Good was a wonderful charity. So if you, uh, if you care about our canine friends, please do donate to that wonderful charity because it, uh, helps, um, people who have got uh, learning disabilities uh, be paired with animals and, and get help in that way huh. uh, and you know do like things like community events where people meet with animals and it helps them in that way so uh all good work so yeah it's it's a beautiful nightmare there you go yeah <laughs> a bit like a bit like download festival for me it's like living the dream but it's like a nightmare at the same time because i just can't shower <laughs> yeah <laughs> And James, have you got any questions that you wanted to ask, or are you okay? Pretty. I mean, uh, one of the reasons I've been so quiet is I've just loved listening to what uh, what Ian has had to say. It's just been yeah, it's he been just very said the I word stuff. <laughs> well, you know, hey, there's no constraints on me calling him. Uh, which is, the well, yeah, there are James, there me. are, but you know, I'll let you off because you're being particularly nice. That's the politest way I've ever heard someone say that. You know, because I couldn't get no word in H way because we wouldn't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> did you get my subtle james is there anything you'd like to actually say because i've noticed that you've not spoken this episode <laughs> yeah all i can say is i couldn't possibly comment um because nobody would let you <laughs> no. <laughs> no no we like it to be honest if the guest wants to do all the talking that's perfect for a podcaster because yeah. we can just sit here and oh, yeah. listen <laughs> yeah whenever a, uh, a guest says to me that it's like oh i've just rambled on ago no that, that's content that that's how we get a show if yeah. you don't talk then i don't have a show it's just me talking to myself every now and again you will get a guest like that and i haven't for a very long time but it, it's uh it, it's hard work when you've got to pull the taffy and you've got to oh, kind of like, hmm. you've got to kind of almost force words into them or you know force them to get talking yeah uh that, that can be painful i don't blame anyone because at the end of the day like if you're talking to an actor then they're, they're not an interviewer you know they're not an interviewee that's not their profession they don't have to be good at that so it is on you then to carry the show, but it, it, it yeah. can be work. Yeah, definitely. It's like pulling teeth very much so. I, I do. We've we've had a couple of experiences that way ourselves as well, haven't we, James? So um, We have. Yeah. We have. One springs to mind. No names will be mentioned. No, definitely not. But the thing is, as I say, I was going with the mindset that it's like, if, if they are like that, that's, you know, again, it's not their job to be a talker. It's, hmm. If they are a talker, I'm very blessed. That's a good thing. <laughs> but uh, if you get the odd one who isn't, then as long as they're not being shitty about it, then that's yeah. Quite, yeah that's the only thing I hate. Yeah. It's like I have had a, just a couple of guests which got a little bit shitty, and that's yeah that I don't appreciate. You know, if you didn't want to do this, just say no. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, you know, don't don't agree to do it, then be begrudging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's just no need for that whatsoever. I mean, I've even said to a few people who've like I've uh, gone to ask them about uh, doing an interview at a con. And they're going, oh, I suppose so. I go, well, look, if you don't want to do it, please don't. I don't want you to do it and not be happy. And then they usually actually, it has the the uh, reverse effect. They'll go, it's like, oh, no, sorry, I didn't mean to come off like that. I'm just a bit tired. No, please, I'd love to. And it cheers them yeah. up. Like, they seem to cheer up a bit. I think they realize that they came off in a way they didn't mean to. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Or you, the other side of it, just because you're an actor or an actress or however I'm supposed to refer to them as, um, that you, you might be actually really timid. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're acting a character, you know, that's a different persona of you, isn't it? So it's like when you're speaking to the real life person, sometimes that person, and it doesn't have to be an actor. I mean, like, you know, Joe blogs down the street as well. Um, you know, if you, if you're a bit timid, then sometimes that's can be the time when you're really sort of pulling the information out. But 
you know, these things happen and you just get on with it. <laughs> that's that's our yeah, job. Yeah, and, you know, at, at, the, at the same time, if I say to someone, oh, you know, if, if you don't want to do it, just don't, don't do it, I, I, I'm then happy if they do walk away. It's never happened yet, but if they do, I, I'd rather that in the begrudging interview because that's just no fun for anyone. No, no, exactly. But... This has definitely not been a begrudging episode. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been able to shut you up, even when I said we're finishing. No, I'm joking. <laughs> that my dinner's nearly ready. <laughs> no, absolutely. Should have not. in advance. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going there, so. No, no, I mean, yeah, you phone ahead in the restaurant. And like, look, I've got Squee on the line. He won't shut the phone. Yep. <laughs> you just start taking my food. I'll be there as soon as I can get him off the phone. <laughs> All right, fine. We'll do that. <laughs> so in that case then i think that we've been talking enough cods wallop this week i have been Gemma. i've been james i've been squeak yeah i was gonna say did you want to take yourself out take myself out yeah go for it yeah that sounds slightly risky kill myself <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like gangster take yourself out <laughs> dinner and a drink um, yeah, and then what we're going to listen to at the very end of this show is the, I know it sounds backwards, but the intro to the Dr. Squee show music intro. Sorry, sorry, now I'm talking again, but just very quickly, uh, when it plays, there's a gap for the guest name and just like, just insert your own name there. Just like, imagine you're my guest this week. So okay. that's what that is. Or can I just take that bit out? <laughs> oh no, I just meant everyone who's um, listening, like they can be my guest this week. You know, that's the kind of way. But you can't really because the, the tune plays under and Matt goes, Matt Lees, who did the music, by the way, big shout out to him, a yep. wonderful musician. Which is uh, what I was literally just about to do. Oh, Thank but he you. does like a, a musical <laughs> bit where like the music plays under, he goes, and today, Squee welcomes. So if you cut it, it'll just be very jarring. Okay. Well, yeah. in that case, Matt, I will not do it. Um, but for the record, Matt, I was going to give you a little bit of a, prom a promo there and I was going to say how much of a fantastic musician you are but I'm sorry Dr. Squee beat me to it then he would have held it over me for ages like oh why didn't you give me a plug well I did it I did at least I did it I remembered <laughs> bit late but I got there <laughs> and James will give him a butt plug at the glory house there we go that's how hey. we're ending the episode <laughs> 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 okay well thank you very much for listening to this week's Talking Codswallop bye Bye. James, you can say bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank Talk you. Talk about sounding surly. Jeez. <laughs> bye then. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> Welcome to the show with your friend and mine. So tell me, Dr. Squee, who's it going to be this time? We like to hear you talk and we love to hear you listen. And if you are not subscribed, you won't know what you're missing. So welcome. Welcome to the Dark Dusk We Show. Welcome to the Dark Dusk We Show. Headphones up. Here we go. Welcome to the Dr. Squee Show. Tonight, Squee welcomes. I have been Gemma. I've been James. I've been Squee. And now, here's the man himself, Dr. Squee.